Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? As you heard in my intro, I got a new intro. I think it's dope. Shout out to my man, Glenn Lewis. Oh, Jesus. Glenn Lawrence said Lewis. Glenn Lawrence over at uh, Level Up Level Up Comedy. Funny comic. Good dude. Uh, he made that for me. And shout out to my man. <clears throat> Sorry. Shout out to my homeboy, man, uh, fellow comic, uh, artist, uh, Nick Dees, for, for doing the uh, the little artwork for me, the, the little cartoon me with the big gums. Yeah, man, I'm trying I'm trying slowly to up the production value of the show, <laughs> which means I need to up the uh, my advertising of the show. I got to get over my fears of uh, advertising and promoting myself. I feel weird doing it. But it has to be done if I want to grow. That's what's tough about this whole thing, man, is just stepping out of your comfort zone, man. Um, yeah, I don't like promote myself. I don't. Uh, it's, it's weird. I feel like it's very uh, self-serving. <laughs> it's conflicting ideas, ideals, whatever you want to say, call it. It's just uh, how I feel and what I'm trying to achieve, man. They, they seem to conflict from time to time. And I'm learning to uh, tell myself that, Hey, man, promoting yourself isn't necessarily a bad thing. But I digress. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. It's a gloomy day here in, in the uh, this part of the country. A lot of rain and fucking gray skies, man. But, hey, my son is in Florida having a great time. He's down, down in Orlando. And uh, for those who don't know, we have an eight-year-old son. His name is Miles. And I like to talk about the different things that he's going through. Sometimes it's big. Sometimes it's small. Sometimes it's nothing. But um, yeah, he's down with the with his uh with his family, my my side of family is uh, my sister, my mom, her husband, and her two kids, and they're staying at a nice resort. They're going to the beach. They're playing um outside. They're going to the pool. He's having a good time, man. You know, uh, I think he's not getting as much iPad time as he would like, so he's a little upset. But he, he'll he'll get over it, you know. Uh, he'll he'll work it out. It's just trying to get a, um, a a healthy balance of like doing the things you want to do, you know, and stepping outside of your comfort zone. It's a, it's a lot for everybody. Um, so, uh, but he's having a good time. He's having a good time, and uh, we're enjoying our time together. Yeah. So, um, oh, as usual, off the top, man, I want to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However, you listen, watch, I appreciate it. Um, if you haven't already, please hit that uh, like and subscribe button. Uh, if you haven't, follow me on social media at Chris Allen Comedy. And um, yeah, man. Oh, on Instagram and Twitter. Not so much Facebook. I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of that shit, man. I think I might just do a comedy page and, and call it a day, man. Just call it a day. Because it's, uh, it's nothing really good comes from it. You're just arguing with, with, fucking, with people you, you, you thought you were friends with. Uh, I don't know, but I am fresh off of a great weekend, man. I had a great time in Virginia beach. Um, it's been a very long time since my wife and I have done like the, uh, comedy weekend thing together. I want to say I could be wrong, but nothing sticks out of my mind, but I want to say it's one of the first weekends she's come to since he's been conceived. She, uh, she might've. Because when he was, 
when it was conceived, I was in, we were in Ohio and I really wasn't working the road too hard. I was doing the Dayton Funny Bone a lot and I was just doing Toledo. Um, so I don't think, um, yeah, I think this, honestly, I think this might've been our first weekend comedy weekend together in almost nine and over nine, almost nine years. But uh, she used to come to all my shows before uh, we had Miles. Used to come to all the mics. It got to the point where, like, she started to bring her own car because I would want to stay till like three or four in the morning. She's like, "I got to work." So, um, but uh, it was fun, man. So it was a nice weekend. I worked with uh, my man Mark Norman and my buddy Umar Khan emceed all weekend. So, um, in preparation Thursday, I got up and went to the shop. Got a nice haircut. It's got lined up yesterday, as you can see. Lineup was looking pretty dope on the show. But uh yeah, I run to go get a haircut, come back, we load up the car, and we head on out to Virginia Beach. Um it's about a four-hour drive. And uh yeah, we had just drove back from Rochester. Uh beautiful weekend there, man. Uh I think I already spoke about it, man, but um yeah. Nice four-hour drive. Um it's weird, man, because I feel like like once you go south of Richmond, that's when it really starts to become the south. Um, I live in a very rural, rural area. It's pretty southern as far as like politics and how people look and how they talk and dress, but it just doesn't seem like the south. Even though there's some southern tendencies here, it doesn't seem southern. But once you go south of Richmond, you go, oh, this sound, this feels like I'm going to the southern United States. I, I, I don't know. It's just something about crossing that line um, of Richmond. I, I don't man, I don't know. Wasn't Richmond like the capital of the Confederacy, man? But it just it's to this day, it really still feels like uh, you're going to the south. They even have the big ass Confederate flag once you get past that. It's just uh, it just feels different. You can just feel that 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 trend that transition from the northeast down to the uh, the southeast, and it's not really like a, I'm not trying to say this is like a racial thing or anything like that. It's just how it feels, and some and how it looks. Um, and uh, I gotta say, man, like uh, Charlotte and Raleigh and all those Virginia Beach, uh, Virginia Beach. I'm not a big fan of, but like uh, Raleigh, I really like in North Carolina. I like it aesthetically. I like how it looks. I like the houses out there. Um, but Virginia Beach, not a huge fan. Um, but it's a nice drive, man. A nice uh, just open road drive. Not a whole lot of traffic until you get to the tunnels. But even when you get to the tunnels around Hampton and stuff, it wasn't too bad due to the time that we were uh, traveling. But, um, man, it's just, I thought I was going to talk about this a little later. I know my thoughts are kind of all over the place, but I thought, um, I missed being around military people. But once I got to Virginia beach and I saw all the high end tights, I saw all the tucked in t-shirts. I saw the groups of people who you could tell were on awful TDYs. Um, just that weird group of you, you got like, uh, the young officer, you got the seasoned senior NCO and maybe a junior officer or and a um, junior NCO. It's just like that's just a bad mix because you got the the senior NCO who he thinks he knows the ropes, but he's very boring. Uh, 
And you know what? Guys like that, <laughs> what their wives allow them to do dictates how, uh, dictates what they do. And I don't like it because it affects the entire group. Not that I was ever a strip club guy, but you'll get the senior NCO guy who's the older person. He's got the rental car. You're young. All the other guys want to go to a strip club or to a bar. And they're like, oh, I can't do that, man. My wife, she'll get pissed off. And that. and it's just like, so why are you holding everybody houses with the shit that you're going through? You can't go. They won't give you the, the you know, the, the, uh, the rental car because they can't. And this is before Uber and shit. So a lot of people back in the day really didn't take taxis, especially if you weren't from like a, a city where taxis were normal. I can't really say how many times. I think uh, I can't even maybe I would say. Before Ubers and shit, I might have taken a taxi maybe two times in my life. And I think for a lot of people. That's the case, man. If you didn't live in a city where taxis were very, very common or public transportation, most people just haven't really ridden a taxi. You might take a shuttle to the airport from your hotel, but a lot of people uh, from the Midwest and stuff, taxis really aren't aren't a thing. Uh, it's, it's more of a hassle. You got to schedule it and shit. You know, uh, I'm from upstate New York. I never really took taxis anywhere. Um, so, yeah, it would make the TDY suck, man, because you were stuck in a hotel. You know, taxi things were kind of weird if you weren't used to it. And uh, you're kind of beholden to this guy's wife's rules for him uh, when he's out of town. And it would suck. And, um, yeah, after seeing all those military people, again, all the high and tights, the, the shitty outfits, the bad dad jeans, the tucked in Marvel T-shirts, I'm like, thank God I am no longer uh, around any of this stuff. And this is, you know, no knock on my service or the people in the military, but I, I, I don't miss it. You know, I, I really thought I did, but I was like, man, I think, I think I've had my fill. I think being not being around it for two years and finally being around it, I was just like, oh yeah, I really don't miss being around this at all. Uh, I do miss the BX and shit like that, but other, as far as being around military people, I don't, I don't miss it, man. <laughs> Gotta say. But um, we had a great time, man. We we pull into town. I wasn't sure where we were staying. I finally got the text. Boom, the Westin. Walking distance from the club. Uh, I'm not a rich man. I'm not. I'm not tell you. I'm not a man of of many luxuries, man. I I do love a good hotel. And I gotta say, the Westin is a pretty nice hotel, man. We had a great time in that hotel, man. We made a lot of sweet love in that hotel. But uh, it was nice. It was really nice. Just me and her, a nice hotel. Uh, the front wall was all made of glass. You could see Virginia Beach. We had a nice view, a huge bed, a, a cool-looking bathroom, just a spacious room. Uh, I will also say the, the COVID thing with, with, with them relaxing a lot of the um, – the mask wearing and all that kind of stuff and the restrictions. It just, it made it nice. You didn't people, I didn't feel on edge. I didn't have to wear the mask inside. It was, it was just nice to, to get a sense of normalcy, but we get in town and it's pouring rain and I got to take my boxes of merch over to the club and this club, there's really no convenient place to park and like run in. So I'm running uh, in this outdoor mall with this big ass box of all my merch. It's, it's pouring rain. It's very humid. 
I'm sweating everywhere, man. I, I get my merch up there, uh, check in. I see my man House. He's like the um, the the security there, fixture there. He's a cool dude. I'll say this, man. The Virginia Beach Funny Bone has one of the coolest staffs. Very cool people, man. Fun crowds. Um, while I did not, I don't miss being around military people like that. They did show me a lot of love. Um, I'm just, I just don't miss being immersed in the culture. But I met a lot of young uh, cadets. I met a lot of active duty people. I met a lot of retired people. And I will tell you this: they showed your boy a lot of love. I showed, a t I sold a ton of merch. Everyone was very, very nice. Um, it was. Oh, you know what? Umar finally met my wife. Umar is a good friend of mine. We've been we've known each other for uh, quite a few years now, and we've done a ton of shows together. We've talked a lot. He's one of my good friends, and uh, he had never met my wife, and this is the first time they met, so that was cool. It's always nice when when people you love and care about uh, finally meet up. Um, and I just I'm thankful for my wife, man, because a lot of people, a lot of women, let's be honest, they couldn't handle being around uh, three jackasses all day, and we're talking about comedy, we're complaining about you know all the stuff that's going on. We're we're talking a lot of. A lot of things that uh, most women would go, uh, y'all are really disgusting. Uh, who's got the bigger dick? <laughs> why Why women like this? Uh, like, my dick's the smallest. Uh, compl just complaining about dumb guy shit. And my wife chimes in. She gives her opinion. She lets us know, like, yeah, I don't I don't agree with that. But uh, it's also nice to have a wife where, like, you can be around your guy friends. No one gets crazy, but you still can talk about uh guy shit and she's not a squeamish person but uh it is nice man and it's also nice to have friends that have the wherewithal to go hey while we can talk about a lot of weird things and, and get slightly graphic um we still recognize that this is a, a woman here and we're not gonna go too far so it's just nice being around adults people that you love people that you care about having a good time and um, we uh, we hit the beach one day, you know, Mark and, and Umar, they did some drinks. We got a lot of appetizers. Uh, people were playing music, just watching all the families walk around, people just beach going with the kids. You, you see young couples, old couples, um, just groups of friends, women, men, you know, young guys, kids riding bikes. It was it was just nice to see life getting back to normal because I remember um I would say this time last year, people were asking, you know, will we ever be able to go back to any of this stuff, beaches and restaurants and eat, you know, and people being in pools together and buffets and not wearing masks and to see it come back feels good. And I know a year or so ago, you know, we had no idea what was going to happen. Everybody was worried. People were scared. Um, you know, you got the George Floyd stuff, stuff happening, all the racial stuff going on. I mean, cities are burning, riots are happening, people are getting shot, white people pulling guns on people. Uh, you know, it's just it was a shitty fucking year, man. It was it was terrible. And people didn't see any out. And here we are a year later, you know, things have calmed down and we're slowly getting back to normal and it feels great. It feels really good, man, to see people just slowly getting back to normal, seeing people laughing again, seeing people uh, enjoying themselves. But I, I do 
think people are a little bit more aware of of uh, how other people feel. So I, I think that's a good thing. You know, will will um, all this racial stuff go away anytime soon? Probably not. We still have a long way to go, but I think people are slowly seeing seeing like, oh, okay, we got you know. Even if you don't believe, people know exactly how you feel. And I and I I feel like people are gonna start giving people a little bit more space, a little bit more respect. Um, you don't see it so much online, but in general, in public, I'm see, I'm just seeing people having having a great time, man. You're still seeing interracial couples. You're still seeing groups of uh, you know, groups of people, mixed race people. Oh, Jesus Christ, what am I trying to say? You're still seeing groups of people, you know, just mixed races hanging out together. So we're not at this that point where people feel like I can't have white friends. I can't have black friends. I can't be seen with these people. No. And I will say that was one thing I was happy to see in Virginia Beach. You did see those groups of people where, you know, you'll see an older black woman with a younger white, a younger white woman, a younger black dude, a middle aged white dude, you know, an Asian lady. And I will say that is the one thing I, I do miss about the military is the, the mixed group of friends. And and not being able to go out and see it a whole lot. When you go into Virginia Beach, you go to the military town, you you do see it. And it, it does make you feel good. It does make you, it gives you a sense of like, I think we will be okay. And I think there are some people who now have their minds and ears open. And I, I think we can slowly start making some progress. And the people that just don't want to get on board, that don't agree, it's just like, hey, you might not change their minds, but if we can get to a point where we can we can coexist, and recognize where each other is coming from, I think that's all we can really ask for. Um, but yeah, we just, I, I just, I had a good time, man. I, I really can't say um, anything bad about the weekend other than we kind of were held hostage by the weather a little bit. It was a little overcast, so we didn't get to do as much as we uh, wanted to. And you know what? It's been so long since my wife and I have really like been out in public together, you know, hanging out, going out to eat. And I forgot how much other dudes love looking at my wife, man. <laughs> it's a it's a funny thing. Uh, people aren't too disrespectful, but uh, I got, you know, it's, it's I like to see people double take, man. My wife is very beautiful. She's worked very, very hard over the last year to get herself in shape, even though I always thought she was um perfect but uh, she's really been working hard man and and working out and it, it paid off and she is absolutely stunning uh she knows what to wear i love seeing her in public i love watching people just watch her walk by like damn i mean people stop her and compliment her it, it i know it makes her feel good but uh it also makes me feel good <laughs> i can't lie man I, I love seeing my wife out in public looking absolutely gorgeous and stunning and have people double taken uh, just uh, uh, makes me feel, um, yeah, makes me feel good. <laughs> it's a confidence boost for me as well. It makes me want to step my game up and, and you know, like, hey, I deserve this woman. That's right. She on, she's on my arm. She picked me. And uh, she's mine. <laughs> you can't have her. And it's funny, man, because I know years ago I would have been super, super insecure. But, man, at 41, uh, you know, you can be some 6'8", dude, 230, ripped. If you want to shoot your shot, brother, shoot it. 
Because at this point, if she walk off, she walk off. Ain't nothing I can do about that. You can go ahead and take all that that uh, Carla's debt with you, buddy. <laughs> but she ain't going nowhere, man. Um, but it's just nice, man, to, to, to relax, to get away from the home, um, to talk and laugh and go out to eat. And um, just, just, you know, and just uh, reminisce on like, man, remember this, remember that. And it, it did a lot of that. You know, just going up and down the, the um that uh, elevator at the hotel. I remember doing that in Toledo as an open as the uh, MC. You know, and I'm not acting like I'm here. I am 13 years later, and I'm. It's not like I'm much further, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But it is nice, man. Before it was all it was all on me. I was losing money taking these gigs, and here I am, um, selling merch. Uh, I'm working with one of the hottest comics in the country. Uh, I got my album coming out. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about where things are going. I feel like I got a, a few irons in the fire and it, and it feels good to have her, uh, there with me. It, it felt like we leveled up, you know, I felt like I, it did feel like I was making progress, man, to, to walk out, uh, out of the club that weekend with the amount of money that I made. Um, and it just felt good, man. It just, I just, it just, I felt the progress, um, but uh, we didn't really go out a whole lot to like bars and stuff. So me, Mark, and Umar, whenever we uh, we did, we we hung out at the hotel. Um, we sat around. We had some. Uh, they had some drinks. You know, I had my whatever uh, soda or whatever the fuck I was drinking, and we just talked comedy, man. We talked about what we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, you know, we were recognizing all these other comics for how they can they see where these social media trends are going. Uh, just how some people are just on top of things, how they really use COVID to their advantage and, you know, uh, what we want for ourselves. And uh, it's always it's always a, a great weekend working with Mark and, and adding Umar to the weekend is always it's always been a, a, um, a great addition. I'll say that because like Mark was, is, says, it can, it can be tough when you don't know the openers. Um, but I, when you have a crew like we got a crew, it's just fun. You You feel um safe is a uh, it's a little heavy-handed but you, you feel safe to really truly express yourself you can really get in there you can really ask questions and, and talk about things and and express how you really feel about uh where comedy is going uh just certain types of jokes i, I love it man because i don't really ever want to do that shit publicly and talk shit about other comics but when you can get together with a group of comics that you really like that you really um respect and enjoy being around you can you can have those discussions about the real discussions about comedy man about who you like who you don't like and it's not really even like a talking shit thing it's just really the state of comedy and who we feel like is like talking just grifting fuck it people there are a lot of grifters out there making a shit ton of money just just playing to this lowest human denominator base of people man just getting people riled up and and what they're doing at this point really isn't even stand-up comedy but is this what i'm doing is this stand-up comedy i, I get that at this point we got to be kind of like this whole person people don't want to be just into your jokes they want to know uh, about your personal life and how you really feel about things and at first that seemed that seemed really cool but uh, as we as, as we've learned over the last few years, man, it can really bite you in the ass. But um, overall, I had a great weekend, man. Um, so shout out to Virginia Beach, Mark Norman, Umar Khan. 
Uh, shout out to the comics who came to the show: John, Johnny Red, um, Nick Dees, uh, Mac Romanovsky. I'm pretty sure I'm missing some. Uh, Devante, who works there, sweet kid. He's taking the comedy class down there at the club. Uh, he was a real nice, real nice kid, man. Uh, I like to see that. It's like you want to get in comedy, so you go. You know what? I'm gonna get a job at the comedy club. I think that's cool, and um. I think that's it, everybody. So I'm, uh, uh, my wife and I, I'm going to head to D.C. I got some shows to do. So follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chris Allen Comedy. I'm sorry. I felt like this is all over the place. I should. I need to really write this shit down and just have a better order. I really do. <laughs> Nothing happened on the shows. It was fun. No one got kicked out and we didn't have to yell at anybody. All the crowds were great. Um it's a great club. I love Virginia Beach. That was my first time working the weekend there. I would love to come back as a hell honor one of these days. Um, oh, I did my final edits on my album. Now I just got to go back and name the tracks. I think they'll master it. And August 6th will, is when it will be released. Uh, and the last thing I really have to do is get the, um, get the um, album cover uh, photo. And I, I have an idea of what I want to do. I'm working with my buddy Tristan Williams here. Great photographer uh really cool dude so i'm looking forward to knocking that out so once i get the tracks name i get my my photo for the cover that'll be it folks august 6th the album's coming out uh off script i'm out peace